Welcome to Your Love Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. The Holy Spirit has led us to There is Wisdom in Preparation. Today is part two. So let's turn to the Father in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you have given and done. Thank you for your body and blood that was shed for us. Thank you, Father, for this new opportunity on this new day. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you into our minds, hearts, vessels, and our homes, wherever we might be at on this day. We just welcome you, welcome you. Thank you. Thank you for your kindness and joy. Thank you for your blessings and peace. Father, allow our hearts and minds to be receiving unto your word today, to be receiving unto your lesson. Fill us up. Teach us your preparation. Teach us, Father God, because we want to dwell in heaven with you. Thank you for being wonderful and amazing. Thank you for being so kind. In your precious mighty name, Jesus, we praise you. Amen, 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 amen. So last lesson, we were speaking about there is wisdom and preparation as well. We started in Proverbs chapter 22, and we're going to continue on through. Today, we're going to continue in verse 13. So last lesson, we learned about to choose a good reputation over great riches because we know that our relationship with Christ is more important than the things of this world. Uh, we spoke about that even there, though there are different statuses that people proclaim here on earth, uh, lower class, middle class, upper class, that it doesn't matter what class you're considered to be in, we're all made by God. And guess what? We will all be judged by God. We'll be all judged by Jesus. Uh, We spoke about being wise and understanding that we need to prepare for the coming of the Lord, that we need to not only prepare ourselves, but direct our children in the right path, direct our children to pray daily, to, to worship, to to read scripture daily, teaching them right from wrong, allowing them to understand the things that will get them into heaven and allow them to understand the things that will get them into hell. So not to put fear in their heart and condemn them for every single thing that they do, but teach them in a loving way that what God expects of us, what Jesus Christ is, we are followers of Jesus, what he expects from us, and that this is the will of God and this is the right way and the right path. So remember, you are the line leader. They are the followers. So lead them because they will follow you. So we learned also, and we spoke about that Jesus is justice, that we're not supposed to take things upon ourselves, that when we're a child of God, then we know that we need to allow our heavenly father to take care of it. Whatever the problem might be, whatever the injustice might be, that God will see us through it. God will be the one. God is the one that will make sure that justice is served. Then we spoke about um, look at our surroundings. Look at look at who we involve ourselves with. Look at what we watch on TV, what we listen to the radio. Are they spiritually, mentally, and physically healthy for us and for our children? Are the things that we're doing, are the places that we're going, are the things that we're saying out of our mouths, are the people we're surrounding ourselves with, are they healthy for us mentally, spiritually, physically, and for our children? Great questions to think about. So now we're going to move to verse 13 and it says, the lazy person claims there's a lion out there. If I go outside, I might be killed. So (laughs) the lazy person claims, this is what God's word says, there's a lion out there. If I go outside, I might be killed. So now 
what this is pointing out is stop making and trying to find excuses. God wants us to have courage in the Lord. God is with us always to fulfill the purpose he has for our lives. So what we have to understand is we can find every excuse in the book. I mean, literally, if there's a line outside, the Lord doesn't want us going out there. What, what this word is speaking about is lazy people. Well, the reason I can't read my Bible daily is because I'm so busy at work. Well, the reason I don't have time to pray is because I'm so busy with the kids. Well, the reason I don't have time to join in on the Bible study is because I can't find time. They're excuses. They're excuses. But when the day of the Lord comes, what excuse will you have? Will there actually be any excuse, any reasoning to meet up to why you couldn't take time out of your day when God gives you 24 hours in a day and and you can't even give him two minutes back God gives you 24 hours in a day he provides the work that you work the food that's on your table the electricity that runs through he provides the shelter over your head he provides all those things because by his hand you were able to wake up that day you were able to wake up that day and go live out your life because God allowed and gave you an opportunity. So why would we not take time to give him praise? Why would we not place him very first and foremost in the morning? Why would we not? So verse 14, it says the mouth of an immoral woman is a dangerous trap. Those who make the Lord angry will fall into it. So Let's think about that. The mouth of an immoral woman is a dangerous trap. Those who make the Lord angry will fall into it. So when you are being led by the flesh, so that's the immortal woman, the woman that thinks she can do and say as she desires, the the one that can lure you in. And it's not necessarily um, stating like a woman, it's giving an example. Remember, God speaks in parables. He gives us stories and gives us metaphors so we can better understand things. Basically, when our flesh, when us ourself, man, woman, boy, girl, us ourself is being led in the wrong way. We're speaking the wrong things. We're speaking treacherous things. We're speaking uh, evil. We're speaking bad things against people. We're speaking and doing bad things against our own flesh and our own self. When we're being led by the flesh, let's go here, let's go there. Or someone talks you into, hey man, let's hang out here and deal with this. And you know that is not right in the sight of the Lord. The Lord will be angry. Yes, he will. And then you are going to be continue to be led to hell. So we have to be mindful of the things that we're doing, the places we're going. Remember the people we have in our lives. What is our flesh telling us to do? Is our flesh leading us incorrectly? We have to sacrifice. We have to crucify the flesh daily. So verse 15, it says, A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far away. So we are to lead our children, discipline our children, for they are children. We must stand up as parents and step into our place. When we set the example, it's easier for them to follow. So you've heard the saying, don't do as I do, do as I say. But that's very confusing to anybody. Children, adults, it's like, wait a minute, but you're setting this example. You're you're doing this and you're going there and you're saying this, but don't you're telling me don't do these things and don't say these things, but aren't I supposed to be following your lead? 
So when we're not setting the stage for our children, when we're not setting the stage for our families, our friends, and and they see the things that we're doing, the things that we're saying, how are we being set apart? How are we being any different? We're having foolishness in our hearts. We're having foolishness. And so also with God's hand, he disciplines us because we are his children. We are God's children. And when we have the foolishness in our hearts to do this or do that or be carefree on this and not think about that, God's word says physical discipline will drive it away. So God will teach us. God will discipline us and however he sees fit. Verse 16, a person who gets ahead by oppressing the poor or by showering gifts to the rich will end in poverty. So what this means is be yourself, be the amazing person that God has created you to be. Do not show off. Do not try to buy your way. We shouldn't have to lavish other people with gifts for them to like us. We shouldn't have to lavish them with things so we can get ahead. When we fully trust in God, and I'm talking about fully, we place our finances, we place our family, we place our health in his hands, we place our family and children, everything, our jobs in his hands. He's the one that gets us ahead. He's the one that puts in the promotion for us. He's the one. Because it says in his word, you will end in poverty. Why? Because you're not doing the correct things of the Lord. God created you to be special, created you to be different. So we shouldn't have to try to show off or try to buy into anything. Verse 17, listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instruction. For it is good to keep these sayings in your heart and always ready on your lips. I am teaching you today, yes you, so you will trust in the Lord. I have written 30 sayings before you. Excuse me, I have written 30 sayings for you, filled with advice and knowledge. In this way, you may know the truth and take an accurate report to those who sent you. So verses 17 through 21. Listen, that's what God is saying. His messenger, his word that's coming before us. Solomon is saying, King Solomon is saying, listen, for you are being taught. Open your ears, your mind, your spirit, and your heart unto these words. Have my words ready on your lips so that way when you're reading and you're gaining this wisdom and knowledge, you want to be able to use it, not just learn it and put it aside, but utilize it daily. We're the ones being taught. We're being taught to trust in the Lord. We're being taught to to have advice and knowledge. Advice and knowledge. We're receiving this advice and knowledge so we can pass it on. We must know the truth and we can only find the truth in Christ Jesus. So when we're listening, we're receiving and we're using. So allow us to open our ears and minds and spirit and heart today. And that's that's always a prayer like Holy Spirit come into our minds, come into our hearts. Because every time, every time we come together for a lesson, every time we come together for a word, every time we come together for knowledge, for wisdom, understanding, it's for us to help us grow, for us to be taught. And it's you and I the same. Because when the Holy Spirit places these scriptures or these these things on my heart, these things in my spirit, I have to do the research. I have to get things broken down and I have to understand. 
and and just in the same way for you all as well so this is a learning process together it's an understanding together so verse 22 don't rob the poor just because you can or exploit the needy in court for the lord is their defender he will ruin anyone who ruins them so don't try to take something away from someone that doesn't even have anything just to get your justice back on them don't try to exploit people don't you have to realize that i'm a child of god but guess what you're a child of god as well god hears my prayers and guess what god hears your prayers when we're walking up righteously in the lord when we're following by the ways of jesus christ when we're doing those things when we're following him god is on our side he's our defender so we need to be mindful and we need to treat everyone kindly we need to treat everyone gentle we need to treat everyone with patience with with having self-control over ourselves so we can learn to be those things verse 24 don't be for an angry people or associate with hot tempered people or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul so let's keep in mind people got a person's attitude can rub off on you have you noticed when you hang around someone long enough you pick up their sayings you pick up their actions or their gestures maybe a facial expression maybe it's a it's a saying like i i always joke around and say excuse me and so now my nephew he he's been doing that because he's hung around me so much and he walks around and he says excuse me and you know obviously we find that a funny and a joke he's picking up he's reacting so that's why i know with my my heart and my mind and my spirit and my soul everything for god i want to set that example for him cuz if he's just picking up me with a little saying excuse me then think about what else he's picking up from me i need to surround myself with people because we rub off on each other So I want to hang around with positive people. I want to hang around with people with a like mind, those that love Jesus as well so we can encourage each other. I don't want to be friend an angry person. Yes, guess what? They'll make me feel angry. Have you ever been around somebody that's like angry about something and then all of a sudden it starts getting you riled up and then you start feeling angry or upset and you're like, "I don't even know why. Like I just got your back. I'm just being angry cuz you're angry." <laughs> so we have to be mindful of that. Verse 26 and 27 don't agree to guarantee another person's debt or put up security for someone else. If you can't pay it, even your bed will be snatched from under you. So words of wisdom, do not allow you, your family member uh to be put out due to someone not making wise decisions for themselves. Be mindful of the Holy Spirit and move only when guided. That means say you have a cousin they've been on drugs they've lost everything that they have they they've promised to get cleaned up 5 6 7 8 9 10 times they were just lived in um aunt sally's house aunt sally sue they lived in her house and they just left from her house because they went back on drugs and now they're coming to your house saying hey no i'm serious i'm going to clean up i'm going to clean up you have small children there this is your only apartment home whatever you have and then you had to realize hey do i want to risk my family being put out because this person doesn't want to get it right how about you counsel a person and you say you know what the way i can help you is to lead you to Christ Jesus the way i can help you is to lead you to the rehabilitation center and i can pray with you that's how i can help you we have to be wise and we have to be holy spirit guided 
Is this what Holy Spirit I am supposed to do? Because if it is, I will open my home up. But Holy Spirit, if you're not moving me on this, if you're not making me feel like this is something I have to do, then I'm not going to do it because it will not benefit me and my family. So verse 28, don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers set up by previous generations. Basically, that means do not try to manipulate for your gain. Do not take away what is not yours. Be honest in all things. Back in the day, they used to have boundary markers to say, oh, this is the land plot of uh, the Smiths. And the Smiths own from here to here. And you do the markers. And then all of a sudden, the Jones moved next door. So then from the Smith marker to over here is the Jones. But what they did back in the day is at nighttime, they would move the markers. They would be manipulative and move the markers on where people's lands were. The people that were trying to um, manipulate or get over, they would move it like little by little. So that way they couldn't even tell until they noticed finally that their land was getting smaller and smaller. Verse 29, do you see a, and excuse me, do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. So let us understand that wisdom puts us towards excellence. We should work unto God in all things. Jesus taught that if we are trustworthy in the small things, he will entrust us with even bigger things. So let us not be only hearers of the word, but doers. Let us be wise. God lays this information out for us to say, hey, my children, I want you to be smart. I want you to make wise decisions. I want you to be knowledgeable. I want you to understand my word and understand who you are in me and understand who I am to you and how you should trust in me and how you should have faith in me because I can bring you through things. I can guide you and lead you to this or to that or away from this or away from that. So God tells us, be not only hearers of the word, but doers. In James chapter 1, verse 22 through 24, it says, Don't fool yourselves into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are and what they look like. So basically that's us saying, okay, I see, I see what I'm about. I know what I have to do. And then two minutes I walk away from the mirror and be like, wait, what was that again that I was supposed to do? That's why we have to not only be hearers of the word, but we have to be doers of the word. We, we've been given instructions on how to be wise. Let's not take this information lightly. God takes care of his people. And guess what? We are his people. Father God, thank you so much for allowing us to know that you love us so much. You love us so much that you want us to receive your wisdom. You want us to receive your knowledge. Father God, thank you so much for loving us so much that you show us that you are trustworthy and faithful, Father God. Thank you for proving that in our lives. Thank you, Father God. Bless everyone on this podcast today. Father God, allow them to see you in such a different way. Allow them to feel and know you in an intimate relationship type way. Father, so that they can see you as who you are because you see us as who we are. You look to our hearts. So thank you for that, Father God. Thank you for your words of wisdom. We want to glorify and praise you because it is truly, truly due unto you. So thank you, Father. We love you and we praise you. In your precious money name, Jesus, amen.
So thank you so much for joining us on this. There is wisdom in preparation part two. Remember, you can find us on the World Wide Web at yourlaministries.us.us. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram page, and we have a YouTube channel. Until next time, you are loved.